0: Welcome to Ignite Your Confidence, for women in leadership who want to speak up and stand out. I'm your host, Karen Laus. Here you'll get all of the tips and tools that you need to stand out with unshakable confidence. Let's dive into today's episode. Let's talk about words to avoid using because they take away from our credibility. First of all, women, we know this, but we tend to over-apologize. And instead of saying, I'm sorry, first of all, in your head, think I'm sexy instead. That's a fun way. And that's for my friend, Jay Manning, who I know from Clubhouse, but it's it's a comical way to think about it. Obviously you probably wouldn't say that at a business meeting, but maybe in certain ones you would. I know in environments where I am, where people know me and we've got a good rapport, we can help each other stay accountable or we do help each other stay accountable by noticing when somebody says, I'm sorry, we say, wait, don't you mean I'm sexy? I'm sorry, I'm sexy. Anyway, that's a fun one just to keep in mind. Let's talk about what to say instead. Instead of saying, I'm sorry, train yourself to say, excuse me. Let's say you bump into somebody at the grocery store say, excuse me, you don't need to say, I'm sorry. Obviously, you want to apologize when you have directly wronged someone, but you don't need to say, I'm sorry to someone that you bumped into. And more importantly, training yourself to use excuse me instead will help you to have that habit when you are in a higher stakes situation, like a business meeting or something where you don't wanna be apologizing excessively or at all, especially if you don't need to. So excuse me is one. The other one is thank you. Let's say you were late to a meeting instead of, oh, I'm so sorry that I was late. Say, thank you for understanding that I was late or just simply thank you for understanding. Or another one is thank you for your patience. These can also be used in email. It's amazing nowadays how the turnaround time is expected within minutes or hours, certainly not 24 hours, although I think that is perfectly acceptable, but you've got to know your audience bottom line, but I digress. Be mindful that if you need to say something, you want to apologize or something like that, say thank you instead, thank you for your patience or excuse me. Let's talk about another one that is minimizing and takes away from our value, and that is the word just. I'm going to actually combine two of them, just and little. For example, it might be, I just have a little tip that I want to show you. And for those of you that are watching me on YouTube, you can see that when I said I just wanted to, I hunched a little bit. We do that shoulder hunch, almost like, oh, who am I? I'm a little girl just asking. No, we've gotta have power in our words and these moments we don't often think about take away from our credibility. Instead of saying, I just wanna share a little tip or I I just have a little tip for you. Say, I have a tip for you. And you can also say it with vocal projection and a smile and enthusiasm in your voice, which shows that you've got something great to say. You wanna make sure that your voice and your expression and body posture as well matches the strong message that you have. Be careful about the word just. Now, obviously it's in the English language. There is a reason for it, but it would be something more like, I just saw so-and-so on the corner or something like that. It's being aware of when are you saying it and is it actually necessary? And then of course, avoid little. when it isn't an adjective that needs to describe the thing that you are talking about. The other one that I will share for me that I've noticed, this, maybe it's my Minnesota upbringing, maybe it's just that we all wanna be nice and we want people to feel good, but things like, and we're also so collaborative as women, but be careful about overusing, or I, I almost would suggest not using it, and I'm gonna give you a replacement phrase, And that is the phrase, if it's okay with you. I was working with a client a couple of weeks ago and she was, she's a senior VP and to her boss, she started to write in her email, something like, if that's okay with you. And we talked about why that is not setting her up to show what a great leader she is. Instead of saying, if that's okay with you. Now, obviously don't throw common sense out of the water here or throw it out the door or whatever, throw it in the trash. You've got to know the situation because there might be a time when if that's okay with you is a very important phrase. But for what I'm talking about it around is these ways that we say things when we don't need to say it that take away from that, that power. So instead of saying, if that's okay with you, say, here's my plan or This is what I'm planning to do. And then if you wanted to, you could say, if you'd prefer something different, let me know. But you want to come from a place of power and confidence that this is what you're doing. And what that also shows is that you trust yourself. You know that you have credibility, authority, however you want to put it, to do the thing that you're about to do and that they should trust you as well. So it works hand in hand. The other one that we tend to say is, would it be possible if, and part of the other problem with some of these phrases is that we say it in a way that comes across as timid or sheepish. So that also is something to keep in mind. Always, we've got to keep in mind how our voice is coming across. So remember, if you haven't done it, record yourself and listen back to see how you sound. But instead of would it be possible, similar to this is my plan, saying what my expectations are, or here's what I'm thinking, this is what I'm going to go with. Something to the tune of the plan that you're moving something forward. And the other one, two of these. I'm going to put these in the same camp. Three, actually. Three words, maybe, kind of, sorta. Would you maybe, kind of, sorta want to do business with me? It's not, obviously, a power position, but it's amazing how often people throw in kinda and sorta, and also maybe. These three tend to come up. I would say that kinda is probably the most common that I've heard. So be mindful. Again, awareness is key. Half the time, we don't even realize we're doing this. So in addition to recording yourself, ask someone that you work with or that you trust around you, maybe it even is a family member, do you say kind of before something? It, 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 the funny thing is it doesn't even have meaning in the sentence. Could I kind of go to the park? Well, no, not that we're going to the park, but could I... Could I, do you want to kind of do this? No, you, you either do it or you don't. Another word is try. I would avoid using this at all costs. Now, obviously, again, it's a word in the English language, so there is a reason for it. But we tend to use it when we don't need to. For example, if I said to you, could you try to pick those keys up off the ground? Well, what does that mean? You either pick them up or you don't. Yoda said, there is no try, just do. Well, you're now gonna know that I'm not a massive Star Wars fan because I don't know exactly what the phrase was, but you get the point. Be careful about saying things like, try doing this. Simply say, do this. And by the way, instead of now a quick diversion, Instead of the word just, you can replace it when necessary with the word simply. That can also be a very helpful way because sometimes you do need that extra oomph at times. So you could say simply. If you could just, so for example, I was starting to say before, just avoid the word try versus simply try. Okay. I think is another one there's a time and a place for this. If you truly, if someone is truly asking you for what you think and you say, I think this, that's one thing, but this is another phrase or two words that tend to minimize what we're going to say, because usually it comes before a phrase, something like, I think we need to allocate budget for X, Y, Z. You don't necessarily need to say, I think. More powerful would be We need to allocate budget for X, Y, Z. Now, if you say that with enthusiasm in your voice and a lightness in your facial expressions, you're going to come across as friendly and also confident. As opposed to, I I can already feel some people pushing back saying, well, what if you really want to say what you think? Well, the bigger question I would have for you is, does the, the phrase, I think, does it actually... Is is there meaning there? Does it contribute? If you think about every word costing a certain amount of money, $20 a word, does it make sense to use it there? Or as my friend Darcy Kendrick says, every word has a job. Do the words I think have a job in front of what you're going to say next? And usually they don't. When I record people doing presentations, I think is overused a lot. When I listen to people, I think is something people tend to use when they want to soften their message. And if you think about influencing others, if you think about making an impact, you want to have strength in the way that you're coming across, especially in your language. Let's talk about another one. What I used to do in my work life, in a corporate job, is come to the table with the leadership team and say, okay, I've done some research, here are some various options that we could look at, what do you all think? And it was my wonderful boss that one day said, I don't know, Karen, she was being a little snarky, what do you think? And her point was, do you know, and she did directly tell me, made me aware That I tend to do that. I come with all of the information and I ask others for what they think. And what I started shifting, which made me feel more powerful, and it also came across as more confident and credible, which was saying things like, here's my vote. Or in this case, this is where I think would be necessary. So, something like, here's what I think we should do. Or, here's my suggestion. What do you all think? Now, why I bring that example up is because when I used to do that, it was because I didn't want to put that stake in the ground and say what I thought because I was intimidated. I was still tripped up in people pleasing or feeling like, you know, people wouldn't like me if I said something that maybe was unpopular. And thankfully, I've gotten past that. And that's why I'm on this mission to help other women do the same and speak with more authority and power. So that was a huge lesson for me instead of, and I, again, I didn't even realize it. So it was really cool that she brought that to mind to be able to simply say, and I will tell you my personal preference is here's my vote. There's something that, that feels, perhaps a middle ground for me that feels a little more collaborative to be able to say here's my vote what do you all think so i would suggest that you also get really clear on what you think first so you can stand strong in your opinion because too many of us start wavering when other people share their opinions and their ideas and especially if we particularly respect someone else or if they're a higher authority of us in the corporate world, for example, we might start adjusting our answer based on what they think. And I'm unfortunately guilty of that at times. I would wait and hear, well, what does the majority think? And then I would throw in my opinion. And I'm so grateful that I am I've overcome that. Now I don't, I still care what people think of me, don't get me wrong, but I'm not dependent on what other people think of me to hold back. In other words, I will now share my ideas and that's exactly what I want for you. So I want to make sure that I keep giving you these practical tools. So let's do a quick, quick recap, words to avoid. Little, just, I'm sorry. If that's okay with you, would it be possible? Maybe, kinda, sorta, I think. Those are the words to avoid and say something different instead. You've got all those tips here on this episode. So I hope that you enjoyed this. Get out there and be as credible as you can and don't self-sabotage because that's what we do when we use this minimizing language. But obviously it's got to start with awareness. So become aware, record yourself, ask other people that are around you. If you do say any of these, negating or minimizing words or phrases and then you'll be well on your way to being more confident and credible and that's a wrap of another episode of ignite your confidence i'm your host karen laus thank you so much for listening if you love today's episode please subscribe and leave a review it helps other people find the podcast faster and it certainly helps me if you're interested in more tips and tools around confidence please join me over in my Facebook group called Ignite Your Confidence with Karen Louse. Remember, you too can stand out with unshakable confidence.